Did you know that nearly nine out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. Yeah, you know, the, the big question is, I buying dead? And, and uh, no, Zillow offers is, is gone. That's the reality. Yeah. Um, you know, Open Door, OfferPad, the other two big retail iBuyers are, are doing just fine. Um, and then beyond that, there's a whole group of, of buyers that are not as well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing it for years, if not yeah. decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got more capital than ever, and they're willing to deploy that capital, and they make some strong offers. You know, iBuying is one option for a seller. And I think the smart modern agent, you know, at 8 we talk about we're becoming the modern brokerage that offers all these solutions. The smart modern agent has iBuying in their in their toolkit. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't appeal to every seller, mm-hmm. but you know, you can put it on the table and uh, there may be a fit there. It may make sense. Uh, you know, there's flavors of iBuying that are are, are, are a little different. I mean, there's uh, I buyers that are willing to bite off a renovation project. Mm-hmm. Um, we work closely with HomeGo and mm-hmm. they buy some homes. And frankly, it's a great solution for a seller who doesn't want to put the work in to get their house really ready for the market. And they've got not some cosmetic stuff, some you know fairly major uh, mm-hmm. repairs they need to make. Could be a great solution. Um, they sell to to HomeGo. HomeGo is very good at fixing a house up, much better than an individual seller. Yeah. Uh, so it, it can make sense, and um, you know, it's all about co-opting. I think uh, you know, real estate. If you look at our ecosystem, it's always been about co-opting things. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host Tracy Velt, managing editor of Real Trends, interviews the brightest minds in real estate each week. Brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts share their success secrets, trends, and lessons learned navigating this ever-changing industry. For more insightful interviews with real estate executives, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. As many of you know, the disruptors of the past have become partners to the real estate broker and agent of today. They have seen that the old idea of disrupting the agent um, in the real estate transaction was not the way to go in real estate. And one person who has learned that is Elaine Hornig. He's the CEO and co-founder of Zabby and also the CEO and founder of 8Z Real Estate. He originally came into the industry with Zip Realty. And I talked to him a lot about some of the new changes um, with power buyers and iBuying and some of the trends that are happening in the future of real estate brokerage. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. It has a lot of great ideas of services to add to your brokerage or some things to think about um, in the future. This is Tracy Velt, Editorial Director for Real Trends. Today, you'll be listening to an exclusive interview with Lane Hornig, CEO and co-founder of Zavi, which is a prop tech company connecting real estate brokerages with buying and selling solutions. He's also the CEO and founder of 8Z Real Estate based in Colorado, which is ranked in the Real Trends 500, number 242 by sales volume. So welcome, Lane. Thanks, Tracy. Great to be here. Yeah, 
yeah, since you have your hands in a couple of different pies, I want to start out by talking about 8Z Real Estate. So talk to me about your growth plan for 2022 and where's your focus right now? Sure. Looking ahead to 2022, uh, we're carrying a lot of momentum, like a lot of brokerages, I think, are. Uh, you know, had a strong 2021. We're able to grow our volume just over 29% organically. Uh, and so really looking to continue that sort of 30% year over year growth uh, organic. And, um, you know, the, the primary way we look at doing that is just to increase our, our agent productivity. Okay. And talk to me about some of the ways that you're actually doing that. What are some of the strategies? Because I know right now, um, that's a, a lot of focus of a lot of different brokerages. And um, I think Steve Murray just did a podcast about this, but with the realtor membership um, so high and, and going higher, the mm-hmm. per agent productivity is, is somewhat down across the board. And I think a lot of agent or a lot of brokers are trying to focus on how can they improve that. So what are some of the strategies you're using to improve that productivity? Sure. You know, at 8Z, we've always been a high productivity shop. So last year, we we averaged 11.25 million per license. And we're really strict about how we count that. You know, if you're a team of three, that would be 11.25 times three. Okay. Uh, you know, so uh, that's strong productivity, obviously. And sort of in our DNA, we've always been a tech forward brokerage, um, trying to use technology, not just for technology's sake, but to actually create and close deals. Uh, That's really our litmus test for technology. Does it create new clients or convert existing clients? And I think currently in this market, we're we're really focused on converting existing clients within our sphere. you know, in some ways we're doing that is is using the new buying and selling solutions that are available to the consumer. Uh, you know, cash offers, buy before you sell, modern bridge, instant offer uh, can come into the mix in, in certain cases for some clients. Um, anything that facilitates and unlocks a transaction, because I think a lot of a lot of folks are stuck uh, right now. Homeowners don't want to sell because they're worried about the finding a, a home on the buy side. And, you know, buyers, first time buyers in particular, are really having a hard time getting across the finish line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what do you think is the biggest misconception that other brokerage leaders have about your firm? Yeah, you know, and I think about that, I'll answer that for both for both 8Z and Zavi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at 8Z, because uh, we came out of a lead gen team, people think we're just about, you know, lead gen, using right. tech to drive lead gen. And, and that's sort of, uh, we left that behind quite a bit ago. Our primary focus is is fear um, mm-hmm. and, and empowering our agents to grow their sphere. Um, and, and create the create and maintain uh, relationships with their clients. As far as Zavi, uh, because Zavi initially was a quote unquote iBuyer platform, mm-hmm. uh, you know the misconception is that the only other solution out there is iBuying. Yeah. Uh, when in fact the emergence of the power buyers, Zavi's platform, which is now has both buying and selling solutions. Uh, is just as much about power buying as it is about eye buying. And of course, we've got a new uh, new group of folks coming that we call the homeownership accelerators. Mm-hmm. They help people with down payment assistance uh, and lease to own. So it's 
there's a lot going on as far as the solutions way beyond just eye buying. And now um, tell me a little bit. I want to kind of go still talk about 8Z as far as your um, your business model. Because I think what you were saying is that, you know, it's lead gen and lead gen has really driven a lot of the teams um, to be much more profitable than brokerages. So talk a little bit about your model and how it's evolved over the years. Have you have you shifted some with your model? Absolutely. You know, we started as a pure team. We were a lead gen team. uh, And then over time, uh, you know, I came to the realization that. Uh, it's great to generate lots of leads, but an even bigger opportunity is to turn those leads into close clients who refer you and send their kids your way and do multiple transactions and, and really the lifetime value of, of that client. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. We still love what we call priming the pump with, mm-hmm. with lead gen, yeah. but um, it's about maintaining that lifetime relationship. And so We've changed over time by adding all the solutions. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that the modern consumer, they want a couple of things. They want optionality and they mm-hmm. want easy. They want the easy button. So it's kind yeah. of a paradox. They want one button that gives them all the options. And that's really what we've tried to do with 8Z by bringing mortgage, you know, in-house title, uh, property management, uh, you know, we're, and now all the different buying and selling solutions through our program, we call 8Z Select, which 8Z Select sits on top of the Zavi platform. Um, So we, we really think we're the easy button for the consumer. We, we give them every option they could want. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely um, a huge trend. It's really, I want to say it's a trend, but I mean, it's been happening for years and years. Um, You know, the one-stop shop started, gosh, when I first started 30 years ago, I think, (laughs) you know. Yeah. yeah, We've been talking about the one-stop shop for uh, since I've been in the business, you know, but it's, it's, it's interesting to make it real, right? It's one thing to talk about. Uh, It's a whole nother thing to make it a truly integrated uh, uniform brand experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I want you would mentioned power buyers, and I know that was kind of a term coined by I think it was Mike Del Pret, um, a consultant. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike's on our board of directors at Zavi. We actually were wrestling with what do we call uh, these folks, <laughs> yeah. and and Mike came up with power buyer, and we said we like it. We switched, and and yeah. everybody's been using it since. And I think there's some confusion about what that actually means. And so obviously you're co-founder of the real estate startup Zavi, and you're employing those services through your 8C Select. Um, but I want to talk about that trend because I think it's it's one of those trends that's driven by consumers. Um, and you know, it's empowering them to be able to compete with with the cash buyers and then the investors out there. So talk to me about that um, power buyer trend and what real estate brokers should understand about it. Sure. So let's break it down. Power buyers in, in our lexicon refer to the actual companies that mm-hmm. provide uh, these right. offerings. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the and, and just so everyone understands, Zavi is a platform that works with partners, in, in this case, power buyers like Ribbon, mm-hmm. Knock, Easy Knock. We facilitate um, those offerings uh, through our platform, put it all in one place, right? Yeah. Uh, so the companies are power buyers. And then the offerings on the seller side, 
uh, we call the offering modern bridge. That allows someone to buy before they sell, uh, which solves that chicken and egg problem in the, mm-hmm. in the market right now. Don't want to sell because I don't know where I'm going. Uh, yeah. So it empowers them to find their next house and then at their convenience, put their existing home on the market, open market typically, and, and sell it You know, in a traditional, I don't like to use the word traditional, that's why we say open market, uh, where they can maximize their price. For a buyer who doesn't have a home to sell, the offering is cash offers. Yeah. They get empowered to make cash offers. Uh, so, um, you know, I think it's, I think, it's driven by the consumer, Tracy, but it's really driven by the market, right? The biggest challenge, the biggest challenge a buyer has is mm-hmm. to get under contract. And and like you said, we're trying to the power buyers, I think, in a lot of ways are leveling the playing field. Mm-hmm. They're turning an individual buyer into the equivalent of an eye buyer. Yeah. And what do you think has changed? I mean, bridge loans have been around for a long time, um, but they, but not in this necessarily this iteration. So what has changed, um, you know, about these, these services like the bridge loans and things like that? Yeah. And that's why we're reluctant to use the term bridge because it is not a loan, right? Uh, Right. You know, the the power buyers, uh, you know, the homewares, the ribbons of the world, they actually buy the home. Mm -hmm. Uh, They take title, they buy the home, uh, they make the offer. So it's not like you're getting another loan. Uh, Mm -hmm. the, The consumer just gets one loan. Uh, their, their permanent financing, uh, and then takes out the iBuyer with their mortgage. Yeah. And the, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about iBuying because there's been so much controversy about it in the, you know, um, as far as with Zillow offers, folding their iBuying and, and lots of experts saying, and, and non-experts just saying that they predict the death of the rest of the iBuying. But I think there's a distinction to be made between companies who are completely putting all their eggs in the iBuying basket versus offering that as an additional service to your brokerage, um, you know, through maybe a platform like Zavi or or something. So what do you see changing in that market impacting iBuying in general? Yeah, you know, the, the big question is iBuying dead and and uh, no, Zillow offers is is gone. That's the reality. Yeah. Um, you know, Open Door, OfferPad, the other two big retail iBuyers are, are doing just fine. Um, and then beyond that, there's a whole group of, of buyers that are not as well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing it for years, if not yeah. decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got more capital than ever and they're willing to deploy that capital and they make some strong offers. You know, iBuying is one option for a seller. And I think the smart modern agent, mm-hmm. you know, at 8 we talk about we're becoming the modern brokerage that offers all these solutions. The smart modern agent has iBuying in their in their toolkit. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't appeal to every seller, mm-hmm. but. You know, you can put it on the table and uh, there may be a fit there. It may make sense. Uh, you know, there's flavors of iBuying that are are, are are a little different. I mean, there's uh, iBuyers that are willing to bite off a renovation project. Mm-hmm. Um, we work closely with HomeGo and they buy some homes. And frankly, it's a great solution for a seller who doesn't want to put the work in to get their house really ready for the market. And they've got not some cosmetic stuff, some, you know, fairly major uh, mm-hmm. repairs they need to make. Could be a great solution. Um, they sell to to HomeGo. HomeGo is very good at fixing a house up, much better than an individual seller. Yeah. Uh, 
So it, it can make sense. And, um, you know, it's all about co-opting, I think. Uh, you know, real estate, if you look at our ecosystem, it's always been about co-opting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, as far as, to me, it seems like the biggest impediment to agents um, offering or you know, any of these is just education, understanding the options. What are you seeing out there to close that gap, to really help the agent, not necessarily the broker, but the agent understand what these options are and, you know, how to offer them to consumers? Yeah, I'll, I'll start by saying I'm, I'm really proud of our industry right now. We are not sitting around and sitting still. Yeah. Uh, brokers and broker owners are moving forward. Um, they're, they have open minds about uh, these new solutions and that's filtering down to their agents. And, and the modern agent is really, you know, we see it's kind of a tale of, of two agents, so to speak. Yeah. The newer agents, this is just how they do business. They're never going to know anything different. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Some of my younger agents, they will all they, they'll think, oh, you could always turn a buyer into a cash buyer. That was just that's you know, that when they started, that was that was just how they did it. Yeah. Uh, some of my more seasoned agents and and frankly, my more productive agents, it's been very cool to see them adopt these new solutions because because they've got such a big base of business. You know, when you take a $20 million producer, $25 million producer, and they start employing some of these, you know, new offerings, cash offers, modern bridge, occasional sale to an iBuyer, their volume goes from 20, 25 million to 30, 35. And how unlocking some, some transactions that otherwise wouldn't have happened. So, but be more specific about that. Like what are, what is the process of educating the agents on these buyers? Well, you know, I, we're a believer and, and, you know, at Zavi, we think it's more about show, don't tell, right? Okay. It's, you can't just have scripts. The consumer wants more than talk tracks. Mm-hmm. They want to see some technology. So with Zavi, we, we just make it easy for the agent to put all the options in one place right in front of the, the client and say, hey, um, I'm Switzerland here, but here's the pluses and minuses. Here's some considerations. What do you want to do? Uh, and, and frankly, the agent is being educated by the, the platform itself. Okay. Yeah. And um, you had mentioned how you're proud of the industry right now and brokers are opening up. And I, to me, I think it's a lot because this, it's, this is the new kind of iteration of disruptors. They're no longer trying to disrupt the agent or the brokerage. Instead, they're starting to partner with them. Talk to me about that trend um, in general and, and what you're seeing out there as far as the disruptors, which was the huge word of like, you know. Yeah, yeah. well, if you look back and, and just to be, you know, uh, upfront, I came into this industry as a disruptor. Yeah. Um, I was a tech guy who was, you know, part of the founding executive team of Zip Realty. And we were there to disrupt, right? Yep. And that was sort of real estate 1.0. And then uh, real estate 2.0, I think we're at, you know, real estate 2.0 right now. And um, historically what always happens is the disruptors come in, and over time, they realize how the industry works, which is yeah. co-opetition. We compete, but we cooperate. Right. Uh, just like I do with my fellow broker owners every day, right? We do deals together, but we compete for agents. We compete for everything, but we still work together. And most of our closings are with a, an agent from another brokerage, frankly. Yeah. You know? uh, so I think what happens is the disruptors come in. They've got a lot of... Uh, 
a lot of capital uh, yes. this time even more, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but we've learned that, you know, capital doesn't do it all. Real mm -hmm. estate's a little bit, you can have a lot of money, but it's a little like pushing on a string. Zillow yeah. learned that 1 billion times over. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a really interesting evolution of the real estate industry in general. You know, there was this just like fear of all these disruptors coming in and, and, um, I really, I am impressed with kind of how that whole that, how, you know, how it evolved to more partnerships. Um, and so I want to talk to you about like trends in general. Like, what do you see? You're on the cutting edge of everything. What do you see as as the next the next next or the next big thing for real estate brokerage? Yeah, I, I really think the next big thing for real estate brokerage is the creation of a whole new ancillary business around these new selling and buying solutions. Yeah. Uh, when you when you get down to it, agents have the client relationships mm -hmm. uh, and frankly, clients like their agents, um, despite what, you know, we read in the, our industry press all the time. You go talk to a client and you ask them about their agent. You're usually going to get a response like, I love Bob. I love Susan. She does a great job for me. And so agents have the relationships. I think everyone is recognizing that mm -hmm. and recognizing that the consumer actually wants the agent. They they want the agent and all the new stuff. Right. So the, the big rock out there, the big opportunity for brokerage is a brokerage that already has mortgage, already has title, or, you know, has already has their ancillaries up and running. They can add a, a marketplace uh, for these new buying and selling solutions and monetize that marketplace because their agents have the relationships. Yeah. Um, and so that's a real win for everybody. That's why you see the quote unquote disruptors mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, uh, you see folks like OfferPad, mm -hmm. uh, Open Door reaching out to the agent community and, and frankly, working with them in, in a really constructive way with some great programs. Yeah, definitely. And I, um, I feel that like, that's a, that's a huge opportunity. And I, I wonder too about the opportunity of finally streamlining the entire transaction through with title mortgage through everything. Um, are you seeing anything new out there? Um, you know, maybe more of an acceptance of, remote online notarization and, and, um, yeah, Ron, uh, we have some, we have some state challenges with Ron, uh, but, um, definitely more, you know, mobile, uh, more remote closings. Uh, at the same time, people still, there's a, a fair segment of people still like to get in a room yeah. and uh, see each other. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's not one size fits all certainly electronic earnest money, uh, which emerged during COVID is just, you know, if you're if you're a broker, uh, if your brokerage is not using electronic earnest money, you should be. Um, yeah. So it's those it's those wins that chip away, I think, at, you know, the uh, the transaction. And we're making progress. There's no one silver bullet out there that all of a sudden, you know, we're going to have the latte transaction overnight. Yeah. And it's going to be, of, it's gonna be a lot of little wins. Yeah. They talk and about the Amazon of real estate. Um, do you see that happening anytime soon? I, you know, I, no, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think um, real estate is a winner take all yeah. um, industry. It's it's so much more fragmented. And, mm -hmm. and when you peel even retail back, you know, Amazon was supposed to put every store out of business right. um, and they haven't. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I remember when they were, when Amazon was getting into real estate brokerage for a brief moment. So. Right. Right. Yes. Real estate is, uh, <laughs> real estate's complicated. Yeah, definitely. We're not, we're not selling, we're not selling beanie babies here. <laughs> so what are some other trends you're seeing out there, um, in the real estate industry or the brokerage in general opportunities, trends? Yeah. You know, I, I really think the big, the big overarching, uh, trend over the next five years is going to be the real estate agent moving to a financial advisor. Uh, the, the, when we look at our ecosystem, the finance side of it mm-hmm. and the real estate side of it are merging For sure. and, and the consumer wants that to happen. Yeah. Uh, so the, the real estate agent who can advise someone, not just on a transaction, but on their financial, uh, wealth, uh, on their assets, on the creation of new assets, investment properties, uh, you know, generational properties for their children, that financially savvy agent is going to thrive in the next decade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, my final question is really what's next? We'll, we'll talk about both. So what's next for Zavi? Yeah, what's next for Zavi is, is just to keep making our marketplace, our platform more and more connected mm-hmm. and efficient uh, to make it easier for agents, easier for the consumer and easier for our solution provider partners, uh, the power buyers, the iBuyers, the home ownership accelerators, the listing concierge companies. Um, we want to connect everyone together in a much more seamless, integrated, uh, easy to use way. OK. And uh, what's next for 8Z? You know, we're just going to keep growing. Um, We're going to keep, you know, we've got some aggressive goals. Um, Power buying really impacts mortgage capture. So we're looking to uh, increase our mortgage capture from 34% and change to over 40%. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, just keep keep supporting our agents. You know, we have 160 of the best agents out there, some of the most productive agents in the country, uh, and they need a lot of support. We're, We're expanding to help them support them, not just uh, transactionally, but in, in, in their life. Um, so their financial well-being, we've, we've got new programs, uh, got a program called 8Z Wealth Builder allows them to be, we, we jointly invest in real estate. You know, one of the things I always find funny is mm-hmm. agents who love real estate, they get so busy, they, it takes them like a decade before they buy their first investment property. Right. So we're just trying to make that happen a little earlier. Okay, tell me about that program because I, I don't know a lot about that. Yeah, it's um, we call it AZ Wealth Builder, and um, uh, one of my one of my uh, agents who's a very savvy investor and and done quite well. He said he came to me and he said, "Hey, Lane, I'd like to um, uh, open it up uh, my my investment strategy, open it up to other AZ agents if they want to participate." Um, so we put a fund together every year. Um, yeah, there's a commission, uh, you know, you sign up and it automatically comes out of your commission. It's sort of like, you know, forced savings. Um, he buys properties all around the country, um, turns them into cash, cash flow positive rental properties. And we pool our, all our, uh, uh, you know, funds and, and capital together to give us more purchasing power. So it's kind of a win for everybody. Yeah, I mean that was always the the way to retire, right? As an agent, is is through your investment properties. I think that's changing some now that um, there's a little more succession planning and business planning involved in in an agent's business where they're actually have something to sell 
at some point in time. Um, Absolutely. And we're, we're working on, on that whole succession plan at 8Z as well. Like how okay. does an agent come out of the business and, and continue to, to monetize their book? Yeah. I mean, I think that's so smart for brokers to do. Um, you know, not only does it keep that market share within your brokerage, um, but it but it offers new agents who are just starting a way to really organize and, and plan their business so that it is worth something later on. So, so yeah. Yeah. And we go so far as at AZ, we actually have a partnership track where they become part owners in the company. And okay. so that's part of their part of their long term plan. Yeah. Well, great. Elaine, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you think is important for the broker audience to know? No, I think we covered a lot of ground. I think it's going to be an exciting year in 2022. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's, we're really going to see the emergence of the modern brokerage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks so much for joining Real Trending. We really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. To stay up to date on the current trends in the industry, subscribe to our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more.